Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Hey, this is Trip Lanier, host of the New Man Podcast. What you're about to hear is the audio taken from a video that I've created. And it may make a lot more sense if you can actually see the visuals that go along with what you're hearing. You can watch all of the videos by visiting thenewmanpodcast.com. I don't know if you can relate to this, but uh, so many people are lost. So many people are lost. We, I, so many guys that I talk to are lost. And these are many times, these are people that look like they got it all together on the outside. There are times where I feel lost. It happens a lot. Um, on the outside, it looks good inside kind of a shit show. Um, there's a deep sense that, God, there's gotta be something else. There's a thing that that's waiting for me. There's a thing that I I've got to be doing. There's gotta be more to the life that I'm, that I'm living here. Um, there's this gnawing feeling that just not on track. And when we're in this place, it can get really frustrating. There's a sense that we're like a helpless feeling. Like we're hoping for some magical thing, like a magical solution or a magical person to come along and deliver that thing that's missing, tell us what to do, get involved in that thing. And so today I want to talk about this, being in this uncertainty and three keys to finding clarity, three elements that we can put into our life or develop or cultivate that will bring us clarity. Um, these are things that I used in my own life, my own business, um, the, the core foundation of the coaching work that I do. And we use this to help ourselves find deep alignment with ourselves or what truly matters, uh, but to also find really deep satisfaction with our work, with our relationships, uh, and also on like a soul level. Um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Trip Lanier. I'm a, pro I'm a professional coach. I've uh, been the host of The New Man forever, for a long time. We've had millions of downloads. I'm the author of This Book Will Make You Dangerous. And uh, for whatever we discuss today, take whatever works for you and feel free to toss out what does not. Let's go into a little story. So years ago, I sold my first company. I was in my early 30s. And you would think that, I, I mean, on the outside, it looks awesome. Like I should feel successful, right? <clears throat> no, wrong. I was terrified. I was really stressed out. Why was I stressed out? Why was I terrified? Because I didn't know what to do next. I had this big, huge question mark 
heading forward in my life. I knew deep down, I mean, it wasn't even a new deep down. It was just all I could think about was I don't want to be uncomfortable. Whatever it is, whatever this next phase is, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to repeat myself. I don't want to go backwards financially. I don't want to fail and look like a moron. Uh, I, and I certainly don't want to waste my time. I certainly don't want to waste energy. And I don't want to, certainly don't want to waste money. So that was kind of like all I could see were all the things that I wanted to avoid. I was in this fear-based place. And that meant that Going forward, I wanted absolute clarity. I wanted the sure thing. I wanted the perfect plan. And this meant that my entire life came, it felt like it just came to a grinding to a halt, that I was unwilling to move forward in any way because I could always see how things could go sideways. I could always see how the next plan, mm, that might not be the right one. Let's just sit back and we'll wait for the right thing to come along. Um, Every possible idea came along. I would just shoot it down. And eventually this seeking or this waiting for the plan to show up meant that I, I ended up creating all the, the things that I was trying to avoid. I wasted years dicking around. I wasted tons of money and time and energy dicking around, waiting around. And I ended up feeling like a failure. I ended up feeling like a moron. Like when, when I would meet with people, be like, what are you up to? And I was always afraid, like, please don't ask me that because I didn't have an answer. I didn't have a sense of where I was going and what I was doing. And I just felt really lost. And I didn't want to reveal that. I felt really shameful about that. Um, eventually, I had to change my strategy. I had to change the strategy from seeking certainty and the absolute perfect plan uh, and seeking absolute comfort. Uh, I had to focus on what I chose to do, I should say, is I chose to focus on what actually had me feel expansive, what actually had me feel alive, where I allowed myself to just simply follow my curiosity instead of trying to see what it, that plan might look like five, six, 10 steps down the road. I relaxed this need for certainty and I just gave myself permission to experiment. This is what ultimately led me out of the dark. This is what ultimately led me to find the sense of what it is that I, I feel called to do in my life and, and make that a reality. I couldn't see that at the time, but this process is what, what helped. I'm going to go, I'm going to share this with you today. Um, there were three basic aspects to it. There are three basic keys to that. And this is formed the foundation for the work that I continue to do with myself. There's no set it and forget it. Uh, and it's what I do with, with others. So let's jump in. What's the first step. The first thing that we want to establish is Let's call it self-leadership. Let's call it that part of ourselves that is our inner authority. Uh, it's essentially the part of us that is not driven by fear. Now, fear is not going to go away, but we simply want to recognize fear as a passenger instead of a driver. We want to put fear in its place, and we want to be able to establish a, um, a perspective on what's possible for our lives where fear is not governing everything. Uh, so fear for me was, I can't be uncomfortable. I can't lose money. I can't waste time. It was all I could see were all the things that could go wrong. All right, let's put that into perspective. What else is possible? This means asking questions like, who am I when I'm not fixated on just paying the bills or just getting by or just looking good? I mean, that's going to be the baseline for our lives. We're not going to jeopardize that stuff, but most often we're playing it way more conservatively than we need to. It's necessary to be comfortable. It's necessary to be safe. It's necessary to belong. But it's not the end all be all. It's not the end game for us. So what else are we called to do in this lifetime? What else are we called to do 
with our time on this planet instead of just surviving, instead of just getting by, instead of just fitting in? How do we really want to live? These questions provoke us to start to tap into that place that goes beyond our fear. Asking that question, what wants to live through me or as me in this lifetime? That's a, that's a question I ask myself on a regular basis. Like I said, it's not set it and forget it. It's something we're constantly cultivating. This is the first step that I do in this process when I'm working with others is to start to establish this conversation, this channel of communication within ourselves to establish this, okay, this is who I am and I can start to access this perspective. And now I can start to be informed by it. It's a relationship to cultivate. And to be clear, cultivating this relationship doesn't mean we're going to be reckless. We're not going to be one of those guys that sells everything and goes and lives in our car or, you know, kind of just moves out of the house one day and never sees our family again or whatever, any of that kind of reckless, rash stuff. Not at all. It, It just means that we're going to not settle for getting by, that, we're, that we realize that there's more to life than just accumulating more stuff and more status. Most folks aren't going to understand this. Most folks aren't going to get it and they're not going to jive with it. They're probably going to think you're crazy. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I had to get over that quite a long time ago. Um, but essentially, that, that might be one of the things that's holding us back. What will others think? That might be one of those limiting things that we can challenge as we go forward. Regardless, now that we're zooming out, we're starting to get clarification about who, can, who we really want to have calling the shots in our lives. It's time to figure out how we want to express that in the world. And that brings us to step two. Step two is clarifying or having a mission. What's a mission? Let's consider that for this conversation, let's keep it really simple, that a mission is a clear attainable goal, it's a project or it's a skill to develop. Like you, you, it's, it's clear that it, it wasn't there and now it is there. It's something that we can measurable. It's, it's measurable. It's something that we can clearly see that there is a before and an after. It could be a book to write or an amount of money that you want to be able to create with a, a new skill, a business to build, a degree to earn. But the bottom line is that instead of being rooted in survival, it's in service of this essential part of us. It's essential to the soul work that we're doing. It's an expression of that deepest part of us. And that's what ultimately makes it more rewarding. Having a mission or completing a mission may take, I don't know, days. It could take weeks. It it could take months. It could take years. We're going to have many, many missions in our life. The mission is not the purpose of our life. The mission is simply an expression of that purposeful uh, essence in our life. And I want to be clear, having a mission doesn't have to be career related. For so many folks that I, that I meet and I talk to, there's this belief that whatever this meaningful, purposeful thing that we want to engage in, somehow it also has to pay the bills. It doesn't. It doesn't have to pay the bills at all. In fact, we can start to look at our lives in a way that our work in the world supports us and empowers us to have these missions in our life instead of falling into the trap of, oh, I feel called to do this thing, but I don't know if I can pay the bills. I don't know if I can support my family. Then it's not going to work. It, it's, it must not be the mission or the thing that I'm really called to do. Bullshit. Just finding that thing that you feel called to do, that thing that, you, that, that, that has you feel more alive or that you feel drawn to, we want to cultivate that. We want to nurture that, bring that into your life. And then how can the rest of our life support us to do that? How we treat our body, the relationships we have, the work that we do. We want to we essentially set those things up so that they empower us to have that mission. 
All right, so we're not allowing money to eclipse the mission that we want to engage. Um, but just clarifying the mission isn't enough, which brings us to number three, the third key in all this, which is accountability. It's following through. Um, we're grounding ourselves in self-leadership. We've clarified our mission, and now it's time to get to work. This is the nitty gritty stuff. This is getting in the trenches. This is getting the dirt underneath our fingernails. This is what Stephen Pressfield calls turning pro. Check out my uh, interviews with him. This is where we follow through. It, it, not following through, when we betray ourselves, when you clarify self-leadership, when we clarify mission, but then don't follow through, like this is where it really eats us up. This is where we feel like we're betraying ourselves or we feel out of integrity. Um, it kills our self-trust. It kills our peace of mind. And often procrastination isn't a sense of laziness. It's not even, sometimes it's not even really rooted in fear. It's just a lack of clarity about the next step. It's just lack, it's, we're missing that conversation to just say, what's the very next thing I would do? And it might be very small. It doesn't have to be step five or six. It's just the very next thing that we would do. So we find clarity about what to do by getting into the process instead of standing outside of it or being up in the bleachers looking down at it. We want to roll up our sleeves and get in there and get started. And that's typically where we start to discover, okay, now I realize what I need to do. I want to be really clear that getting to work here, that uh, we want it to be in service of that aliveness. We want to watch out for the trap that it's like, okay, I know how to get to work. Then it becomes a grind. Then it becomes a hustle. Then suddenly we start to feel that, that drained feeling again. We feel that, that grumpiness, that frustration. That's, a, that's an indicator that we've gotten off track. When we are engaging our mission and we're doing so in a way that is honoring that deeper self, the work becomes more enlivening. Will there be days where, it's a, where it kicks us in the ass? Yeah, for sure. But that's not always how it is. There will be days that are very challenging, but ultimately it's where we feel that deep reward. So if you don't have, feel like you've got a sense of clarity about where you're going or what you're doing, you can use these three things, these three arenas to provide a sense of clarity. You know that on any given day, you can sit down and say, okay, what is my sense of inner authority today? Where, what is trying to live through me and as me? What's the mission that I could be living into? What's the thing that I could follow through on and execute today? Those things will give you a strong sense of direction and a strong sense of clarity if you're willing to lean in and actually do the process. So consider that that's the mission now, to develop your ability to answer those three questions. As a coach, I lead others through these steps every week. We zoom out. Okay, what's the big picture? What's where we, you know, when we tap into the, the, the essence, the soul, the self-leadership, what are we feeling called to do? Okay, great. What's the, what's the mission? What are we working on? What's the thing we're accomplishing? Great. And then what's the action you're going to take this week? Really simple work, really basic in that, that way, but without it, we tend to drift and fall to the side. I hope that these ideas are helpful for you. I hope that you can begin to play with them in your life. Okay, what does it mean for me to tap into that deeper calling that's beyond fear? Uh, what does it look for, like for me to have a clear mission? What might those, that mission be? Create a list of things and just kind of keep, keep that list going. And then even in your own day, uh, I might be really busy, but what are the most important things? What are the things that would be most rewarding? What am I going to, when am I going to do them? When am I going to get those done? Uh, you might find that just even tacking in that direction, you'll start to gain more and more clarity as you go instead of sitting back and waiting for the perfect plan. There's a ton of free resources available at the New Man Podcast 
www.dangerousbook.com. Um, if you want to learn more about This Book Will Make You Dangerous, you can go to dangerousbookstore.com or amazon.com. And if you'd like to learn more about coaching with me, you can visit triplinear.com. Here's to living with greater freedom, aliveness, love, and peace. Thank you so much for watching. If you want to take full advantage of all that the new man has to offer, be sure to visit the newmanpodcast.com and grab the solutions I've created to help you play a bigger game, align your profession with what really matters, and keep your relationships out of the ditch. It's all available at the newmanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.